Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Open for Business, and this is going to be a good one. Today, we have with us Tracy West with Irresistible Pound Cakes. Welcome, Tracy. Hi, nice to be here. Thanks for having me, Lee. Well, I'm ex- excited to learn all about Irresistible Pound Cakes. Um, it's, the name sounds pretty uh, <laughs> obvious what you do, but uh, tell us about how you got started and how this business came about. Oh, absolutely. So um, I started this business out of the love and respect that I had for my Aunt Ola and her famous pound cake. It was the centerpiece of all of our family functions growing up. And I started the business about eight years or so after she passed. I received the recipe and um, took it. First time I tried it, it brought back so many happy memories of my aunt. And from that point on, I was determined to turn this into a business. Now, of course, it took a little while to get to that point, but that's basically the start of the business and how I got started. But your background wasn't in kind of baking, right? That wasn't like what you went to school for or anything like that. No, not at all. I have a master's in computer science. So I started out as a pretty techie kind of person, programming and testing and all of those things with computers. And um, this was just something that came out of a day that I wanted to try the pound cake. I wanted to surprise my mom and I asked for the pound cake recipe. And um, it just something that started from that point on, because I'm actually not a baker by trade at at any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) Now, when you, so you were just kind of going about your life as in the computer world, right? And then, that is correct. And then a tragedy happens and you're like, you know what, I'm one of, and I have fond memories of this pound cake. Let me get a hold of this recipe and let me see if I can recreate it as just kind of an honor to her and to your mom. And uh, yeah. so, so what kind of said, hey, maybe I'm going to start this as a business? Like, how did that kind of switch get flipped? So, um, so basically once I started, you know, baking the recipe for family and friends and neighbors, um, the aha moment, I guess, came um, when I realized that it was a really good product and packaging it for corporate gifts was an idea that I had as well. And so basically what we do with here at Irresistible Pound Cakes, we provide flavored Southern style pound cakes to businesses, government organizations, and online customers. And we currently now have five flavors in um, the flavors are butter, lemon, chocolate, red velvet, and butter rum. And we also have two sizes, um, which is an eight inch cake, um, which is our largest size. And our, we also do miniatures. And so from the idea of being able to, you know, offer corporate gifts, We also allow our customers to add their logos and um, pictures to the packaging, which then allows them to use them for grab bag gifts, special events, and corporate gifts. So basically taking that pound cake, um, which was a family tradition of having it all the time and, um, you know, center of our family functions all the time, taking that one item and turning it into a business Basically, you know, I needed something to attach it to so that everyone could actually enjoy this pound cake as well. And that corporate gifting side is where that connection brought the two together. And then so were you 
thinking about, oh, I wish I could start a business around corporate gifting and then the pound cake came or did the pound cake come and go, you know what, a good angle for this might be corporate gifting rather than restaurants or make a store or something like that? Well, the idea was that I wanted, I felt the pound cake was too good not to share. That was kind of the um, thing that was kind of ringing in my head because again, it was, our family enjoyed it. Our friends enjoyed it and everyone near me enjoyed it, but I wanted to figure out a way that I could expand that. So from the beginning, I always knew I wanted to mass produce the product. So um, that's why it's not necessarily a bakery that I have. I, I basically have a product based business in which um, I do, instead of multiple items, I do one item, but multiple flavors and sizes and eventually will branch into other products. But I wanted to start with one because I wanted to get this one product right, replicate it, mass produce it, and then add additional products. And um, so the idea is not necessarily just to have um, it centered only around corporate gifting. Um, some of the things that we actually um, got into starting this year due to COVID was creating another line of product, more shelf-stable products. So we are expanding, but we're expanding the line based on the one product item. Now, at some point, this became kind of a side hustle and then turned into a business, or is it, are you still doing computer stuff, or is this your main focus right now? Well, due to COVID, um, so prior to COVID, yes, I was still, it was still somewhat of a side hustle that was gaining momentum and turning more into a full-time business. Um, but since COVID, it has become that. Um, I did have a part-time job that has ended. And so now it is more full-time. And um, through that, um, I was always pretty much working two jobs. Um, so it was never a I pick it up every once in a while, but it was always something that was always constantly going and growing. So, um, but now the focus um, due to COVID has changed that. So I'm no longer um, working. And I also started the um, second product line. So that is a shelf stable product that um, customers will be able to bake at home. So that is the second phase of what we're launching into now that will, um, it's, it's, it's scheduled to be ready for next year. Now, when you look back at this journey, um, how does that make you feel that you, you aimed a good portion of your life at this computer world, you know, getting involved in that and doing everything kind of by the book as, you know, this is what you would want someone to do. Hey, pursue computers. That's a, you know, an industry that's growing. That's a great secure okay. job. And then, and then now this kind of pivot to um, irresistible pound cakes, which is very entrepreneurial. You're created mm -hmm. something from nothing. And then not only that, you have this homage to your family, which must bring you a lot of joy. It must be very rewarding, just that aspect of it. But um, yeah. you couldn't have drawn this up like this. No. like this. <laughs> Absolutely not. And one of the things that I like to say that kind of answers that all in a nutshell is that I believe we should use all of our gifts because baking turned out to be a gift for me that I did not have. So Yes, brains and starting out using your, my brain to uh, be in computer science and do the education and all of the stuff and, you know, just kind of work my way up through the corporate ranks um, within, the I, within IT, because again, it was something that I could do. And it was just like, okay, sure, I can do this. And it was interest, I was interested there. So I pursued it. However, the pivot happened unbeknownst to me, just one day asking for this recipe and baking it for the first time, it definitely triggered something in me. 
And that's where the transition started. And it's just been an evolving um, type of thing that has been happening over the years. But I, I don't want to say, you know, I should not have pursued the computer science or I should have always started with the baking. It's just that it's, I'm using all of the gifts that God has given me. So I just feel that that's what people should pursue. Just kind of think outside the box or just if you have that nudge or something that says, try this, try it because you never know what it may lead to. And that's what has happened in, in, to me. Right. I think that's an important lesson for the listeners to not ignore those kind of things you're drawn to for whatever exactly. reason, like kind of lean into them and see what happens. You don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. Because um, prior to this, I had only baked, I remember as a, a project in like the third grade, we had a class project and I, um, you know, we were going to do something as a group. And for some odd reason, I said, let's make a pound cake. <laughs> so that was the group that, um, uh, that was a project that my group did. And we were assisted by the cafeteria workers, of course, because we were young and they, you know, put it in the oven, but we had to do all the mixing and everything as a group. And that was the very first time that I ever baked, but it never really triggered anything at that point. But it was several, several years later, like I mentioned, after my aunt passed, that I tried to bake her cake and had never seen her bake her cake before. And my mom and dad baked every week, but I never watched them either. So this was just something that I followed the directions and I'm like, it worked. And everyone's like, no, everybody can't necessarily follow <laughs> directions and have a perfect product that at the time seemed perfect to me, but, you know, just a good product and actually could turn it into a business. So that's where I'm saying that this is an additional type of gift that was given to me and that I'm just using it to the best of my abilities. Right. And those skills, those computer science skills are the kind of skills you need in baking. Like it is a science exactly. baking. Like, like, totally. <laughs> like baking <laughs> isn't like cooking where you're like, yeah, sprinkle a little of this. Oh, like this is no. like kind of math, you know, baking exactly. is a formula. Exactly. And that is exactly so true because personally, I do not have those cooking skills to, to match <laughs> the making because it's totally science and it's, you have to understand how things react. And um, to be honest, I, I actually can create some ideas and create products that in my head, it makes sense. And I was like, okay, if we put this into this together, it does make a good product. And um but it's just that it's it's actually science behind baking. So just understanding a little bit of that and being able to, you know, grasp what is going on. I think that all that plays into the part of what I have today. So I'm not saying that the computer skills will waste it because they weren't. But it's just that I am pursuing something totally, totally different in the sense of going into baking and entrepreneurship as well as into, you know, making pound cakes. <laughs> so it's just a fun, fun place to be right now. Right. I think it all kind of looking back, I think it all does make sense because that gave you the confidence and maybe this financial security to take this exactly. kind of plunge that maybe if you were starting out from the this side of it, it might've been a little dicier because it would there would have been so many unknowns and the risks would have been so much more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're right. Starting a business, um, of course, now I, I, I always say that, you know, for 2020 with all everything that's happened, um, it's just a crazy kind of year. But for businesses starting out, if you didn't know that 
being offered um, the opportunity to apply for grants to help you start a business, you may think that this is the norm and this has always been the case, but that wasn't the case prior. So having the the necessary funds to kind of get started and get off my feet and to just do everything that I've been able to do using my funds as well as, you know, reaching out for any type of assistance that was available at the time, it has helped me to be where I am today because you're right, if I did not have, um, you know, the, the cushion that I had when I started, it would have been a different case. Now, talk about uh, why you chose to become a certified women-owned business. Why was that important to you uh, in order, like, was this something you were like, okay, as soon as you went down this path, you're like, okay, I'm going to do this and get certified? Or did how did it kind of even get on your radar as something to do? Yeah. So a part of like um, starting out, of course, you know, switching from where I was to where I was going, um, I, I, I always reached out and received mentorship from different organizations and different individuals. And this was something that had come up uh, multiple times as a part of the um, groups, because again, there were business owners who had already been certified and um, they just talked about the advantages that they had and just just another type of group to be a part of like-minded individuals. So I inquired about it and asked a bunch of questions. And once I started really looking into it, it did seem like a viable option as well as, again, looking for the next steps and also people who may have done what I was trying to do. So that's how it came on my radar. And I'm telling you, it has been one of the most uh, beneficial types of things that I could have ever done. And I can't imagine my business without being certified because they have just being certified has opened up so many doors and uh, allowed me to speak to so many different corporates that um, I don't know how much longer it would have taken me to get to where I am today had I not been uh, a member of, you know, GWBC, for instance, that, you know, just allowing that to happen. So being uh, certified has, is definitely something that business owners should take a look into. Now talk about that moment prior to kind of taking the plunge and getting involved with GWBC. Uh, people were telling you about it. You saw that it kind of made sense uh, to explore that as an option about was there any kind of hesitancy where you're like, I don't know, like what were kind of in your mind before you decided to join GWBC? What were kind of, what were the pros and cons you were kind of weighing and then you decided to take the plunge and it obviously paid off? Right. So like prior to, anytime you hear about any type of certification, <laughs> you, you, you start looking because you know what your current standings are within your business. So I was thinking, oh, my God, do I make enough? I just started. And, you know, what are the requirements? Am I going to get rejected? You know, those kinds of thoughts kind of run through your mind. And um, and then once you look at the paperwork, of course, it could be daunting because you're thinking, oh, my God, they, they're asking for all this stuff. But it's actually stuff that you already know. And it's already it's stuff you already have. It's just that they're asking for it to gather together as a package. So it was it was just a fear of the unknown and also that fear of, oh, my God, if I go down this path, they may reject me. And, you know, just that feeling of I don't want to be rejected. <laughs> so it was more so of not understanding what it took to become a member and become certified and um, the feelings that you probably feel you didn't qualify. But again, 
once I read everything, um, I did have to, um, because one of the requirements that they would, you know, they like you to have at least two years of tax returns. And of course, when you first, first start out, you do need to wait at least until you have that. Um, so because of that reason, I did, there was a delay in terms of hearing about it and then being able to apply. So, um, but outside of that, as soon as I had every, all the requirements, I went for it. And it has definitely paid off. And then this is one of those organizations, I think it's important for people when they're considering joining any organization, really, you get the most out of it if you kind of lean into it and participate. It's not something you just sign up for and then like wait for opportunity. In order to get the most out of it, you got to kind of volunteer and get involved and kind of interact with folks and network and do all that stuff. This isn't like an ATM machine where you put your card in (laughs) and then money comes out. You know, you have to to kind of do the work too. Absolutely not. Because, um, you know, again, having a product like a pound cake, everybody kind of, you know, just the name in itself, you, you, people recognize you. And then once they try the product and you, you become known for what you do, and that is the case with, with me. Um, however, I, um, outside of my certifications, I have always enjoyed uh, volunteering um, for the arts. So I was, you know, at the Alliance Theater, the Fox Theater, those kinds of things where I'm an usher. And so when I joined GWBC, there was an opportunity to somewhat do that same kind of thing. And it's called the um, GWBC Diplomat. So I am a part of the diplomat group in which we are there being the host for the events, you know, of course, prior to COVID. And um, so that was another way that you, one, got a chance to meet people who were additional diplomats, but then you also had a chance to engage with um, every all the participants that show up at events, depending on where you're standing, whether it's at the door greeting them or helping them with seating or whatever. So you're always visible and you're always meeting new people every time you attend one of their events. And of course, there's always something to do. Every quarter they're having constantly having events. So you're always trying to make sure that you're visible, meeting new people and staying engaged because opportunities don't always come um, in a written form. You know, it could be something where you can just be in a conversation and something pops up and then you're there. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where just having the exposure um, is a good thing and staying engaged. And then uh, has being affiliated with GWBC helped you get those opportunities with maybe some of these larger players that would have been difficult for you to get on their radar if you were just coming at them of Tracy with the really good pound cakes, you know? Exactly, exactly. I mean, um, just Roz Lewis herself, who's our president for GWBC, I mean, she has hand-selected opportunities where things have come let's just say things have come and my name you know has popped in her mind in which she has literally said I would like you to apply or I'm going to make this introduction for you and it has paid off it has turned into opportunities time and time again literally from the time I joined um, within three six months of being in the organization I was able to get in front of a large corporate that has remained with me the entire time. So it's, it's, I I would, it would have never heard about this opportunity because it was, because again, I do special events and this wasn't a a special event that had come about 
And um, I just happened to have just joined, became a member. And when the opportunity came about, she knew that I could perform. So it would not have been something that would have been an RFP out where, you know, you're taking bids. So it's those kinds of things that by being a member, I mean, being certified has allowed me to, um, you know, apply for and bid for the opportunities that have come available. And it has definitely worked out. And then when you get those opportunities, a lot of times those larger companies are teaching you how to serve large companies and then exactly. then you can leverage that for more opportunities. So it's it's kind of the gift that keeps on giving. Exactly. Because what, another part of what being certified does, let's say, you know, again, you come in, you've met the, the, the requirements to join and but now your business, you know, because you're not necessarily ready um, to um have everything that a corporate may be looking for. And that's where the training comes in. That's where the mentoring ship comes in. All of these uh, certification uh, programs have mentorship programs as well. So you have an opportunity to get paired with other larger corporations that will help you. Um, I'm currently in a membership, a, a leadership type program that GWC has also um, sponsored for me to be a part of. So because of that, again, I am learning, I am uh, meeting new people, I'm being mentored. Um, again, all of this to help as I grow my business, because at each level, there's always something new to learn. So, um, so as doors continue to open for me in my business, I am getting the training and the necessary skills that I need all through my certification. And, and it's just well worth every dime. Well, congratulations on all the success. Um, Anything we should know? Any holiday specials that uh, we should know about? Um, Well, actually, what we're um, so there's two things I'd like um, your listeners to learn about um, what we do. Again, Irresistible Pound Cakes, we provide flavored Southern style pound cakes to businesses, government organizations, and online customers. Um, we have an opportunity for you to brand the, our packaging so you can use it as grab bag gifts, special events, or as a corporate gift. We ship nationwide. And during um, right now, we're offering free ground shipping on all of our um, orders. So if you go to our website, which is irresistiblepoundcakes.com, you can place your order for the upcoming holidays and it's free ground shipping everywhere. And if you'd like for it to arrive prior to Christmas, you you can place your order by December 15th and we will get that out to you to make sure you're in line to make sure you have those great irresistible pound cakes for the holidays. Good stuff. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for sharing your story. Uh, It's an amazing story and you should be so proud. And I'm sure your aunt would be so proud, too. I know she would be. And I'm so thankful to be here. And um, thanks for this opportunity to share my story. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on GWBC Open for Business.